Coming up tonight, looking for something fun to do in your backyard this summer? We've got all the top lawn games, and we're going to share our favorites and least favorites on an exciting episode, starting right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 150, recorded June 13th, 2019. Lawn Games. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast where the two hosts agree on everything. I am Sean Jennings, joined as always uh, by a man who's still confused at what a cornhole is. It's uh, Mr. Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. <laughs> I don't know. It, it has no, a game that has nothing to do with corn. Am I right? It barely has anything to do with holes. Yeah, uh, that's. I, I would say that's a minor feature of the game. So uh, very ancillary. Yeah, my how, follow- how are you doing tonight, Sean? My alternate on that was a man who can't even spell bocce. Yeah. It's Matt Mariani. Oh, okay. Uh, can you that's spell good, bocce a, for the blooper role? I, I want to say, um, I want to say it's B O C C E. Mm. Close. Very good. That's perfect. That's exactly Got it. it. Wow. Okay. You nailed it. I, that's a little unfair, being an Italian American. But I mean, girl, growing up with bocce, that's that is a great lawn game. I think we can agree. There are so many great lawn games, Matt. It's summer. It's June. Yeah. The weather is theoretically going to turn around eventually. And, um, I, you know, I got to be honest, Matt. I don't think lawn games have ever been hotter. Really? As a category. I think I think everybody is – it's it's sort of like how uh, barbecuing and smoking meats got really popular in the last five or ten years. I feel like lawn games have really taken off. No, I agree. I think it's um, – it, yeah, there are a lot of there's a lot of games that I'm sure we'll talk about today that have become really popular and trendy. Uh, the new thing, the new kind of the new movement seems to be taking board like board games and putting them and making them into lawn games, which I'm all for. Ooh, um, we're gonna debate that. So, all right, very good. I'm, I'm excited to. Uh, I'm I'm glad we're doing this topic. I, I as someone who doesn't have a lawn currently, living in an apartment complex. Um, the lawn, the lawn is something that that um that I always miss. I always when I whenever I go to someone's house and they have a lawn, it's it's pretty cool. And uh, I haven't had the chance to play many lawn games recently, but uh, hopefully that changes as the summer goes on. So plenty of time left for you to give those a shot. Um, any particular place on this one you want to uh, to kick us off? Well, all right. There's one lawn game that is. Up and coming, and, okay. and this is kind of like this was this was really this and the other another lawn game that I'll talk about later in the episode are really the the kind of the driving force of of what what made me want to talk about lawn games. I guess um, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a lawn game called Kub. Uh, you know, K U B B. First of all, sounds like something you would make up. It's nothing. Matt invented his own yard game. It's called Cube. It's called Cube. Uh, it's a Swedish yard game. Yeah. And uh, it's um, yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I played this about a year or two ago. Um, it's uh, it, it's a um. This is the the rules in this are enormous. Yeah, it it's actually not that complicated. It's a it's very in a lot of ways it ha- it shares a lot of similarities. I would say with bocce. Okay. In the sense that you're throwing something, placing it, and then you're trying to get another object to be close to it. So 
essentially, from what I remember about Kube, it's that you have three, there are three different types of pieces. There's one circular piece that they call the skull. There's uh, or there's a one that's one type of piece you can get is, is the skull. Then you have these like longer pieces that are like the bones. And then you have the king and the king. There's only one king and the no. Is there one king? Maybe there's one per team and they sit in the middle of the field and your object is to knock over to use your sticks to use like the ones that are the bones to knock over the skulls to that you, and you, that you have like displayed in a, like a line in front of you so you're basically you're kind of playing bocce combined with uh what's a game bowling yeah it's like bocce so and you're, bowling you're combined. just knocking over your opponent's things before Correct. they knock yours over but you can't knock over the king mm. If you knock over the king, I think it's an, it's like it's like knocking the eight ball in the hole. It's an automatic loss or disqualification. Um, you can't knock it over. I think the king has to be last. You have to save the king for last. Maybe it has been a while since I played. Yeah, but you do. You save the king. The king to last. You knock the but you can't knock the king over until you've knocked over all of your opponent's skulls. If at any time during the game, if at any time during the game the king is knocked down by a baton or cube, the throwing team immediately loses the game. Yes, says Wikipedia. Yes, so you have to. All right, so they call them batons and cubes. We call them skulls and bones, but it's very American. I'm sure different. Yeah, it's probably the Americanized, right on, version of that. Hmm. This is a game I'm surprised they don't sell at IKEA. This seems like they should they should include that. I haven't been to IKEA in a while either, but yeah, doesn't but, it seem like by the register where they have all the like random knickknacks, this this cube should be in there somewhere, I think. I think they already have a cube and it's like a twin bed or something. The, the, <laughs> you know, the name might already be used. The cube in Fjorgan, I think is what you're mm. thinking of. That's mm. right, with a couple umlauts in there. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. This seems interesting. This, it's a fun it's a fun game. Take my word for it. Okay. It, it's, it's a it's a fun time. Um it's a, it's a solid lawn game. Yeah, I like I like Kube. You certainly need some space to play it. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is this is a true yard game for sure. So you need to you got to have some room to clear out cuz you're going to be throwing stuff, so you don't want anybody to to get in 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 your in your business there, mm-hmm. but and also a lot of it's six players per team theoretically. Oh, we when I played it, it was definitely modified. Yeah, um, I was playing with some family friends out in Michigan, and I think we we had like two or three maybe per team, if that. So it can definitely be modified, but yeah. I guess yeah, six is probably the, that's like maybe the tournament standard, right? And yes, there are championships and international tournaments. Mm. Hmm. Cube, cube, very neat. So there you go. That's uh, that was I, I really when I, that was the first thing that came to my mind when I we were talking yard games as a potential topic. So wanted to wanted to talk about cube. Nice, bringing mm-hmm. something new to the table. Uh, Matt, I want to talk about the most infamous yard game of all time, the most notorious. Oh, you're talking about beekeeping. Fun side note. So, <laughs> speaking of 
of yard games and and how beekeeping um youtube apparently are you getting these these, maybe it's just me youtube thinks that i'm like some kind of amateur beekeeper Uh uh-huh they they keep recommending beekeeping videos for me i think i watched one and all of a sudden youtube is like oh the algorithm tells us that this guy loves beekeeping and they just keep sending them to me. I guess it doesn't help that I keep watching them. It works. So I'm just going to keep sending me more. Like, I wouldn't say I'm terrified of bees. I don't like bees particularly. I don't really – I don't like them, especially when they're, like, near me. So I, I, beekeeping is something that I don't think I'll ever do as a hobby or a profession. So they keep sending them to me and I keep watching them and they're interesting. I, I, I do get a lot of, like, value out of watching it. You know, in between other videos, but uh, yeah, it's it's just funny how YouTube works sometimes. Let me picture this, Matt. Mm. What if the person behind it is actually the bees themselves? That would make total sense. And they're trying to turn uh, you around on bees and be like, "This oh, guy sure. doesn't like bees. We got to teach him how great bees are." That is that totally fits in line with the bee agenda. So big bee, absolutely. Okay, well now Good I know bee. to I know what. Uh, a certain somebody's getting as a wedding gift. Here's a beehive. A bee, bee house mm, <laughs> for your yard you don't have. Do you think your neighbors would be mad if you started raising bees? Mm, yeah, I, I I think they would probably they would probably have some complaints. I think mm. they would probably they they just might. I don't know. They may not be bee lovers. I don't know. Maybe they are bee lovers, and then we could like hang out, have a bee colony. Oh my god! Could you and imagine? Just, yeah, the there's side, this whole side of a complex is just raising bees. Could could you imagine you're like looking for a new apartment? Oh, I'm just moving to the area. Oh, here's a great <laughs> complex. It's very reasonably priced. The units are great, but also everyone who lives here is a beekeeper. You know, surprisingly, I don't think that's written into the contract at all. It doesn't say anything about beekeeping. Uh, Matt, it does say if you have to register any and all pets. You've but... got to promise me you will call the company and explicitly <laughs> ask if your lease prohibits you from owning bees. While I'm on the conversation, I'm, I'm just going to play like a low buzzing sound in the background, like intermittently. Yep. Yep. They just, they just hear another line. Can we do that? Can we tape it for the show? I would love to hear that call. That would be just great. Just a low hum. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not asking pets in general, bees. specifically bees. Yeah. Yeah, specifically bees. Yeah, you know, I, and and I, you know, so I I would share some of the proceeds, maybe like ten percent of the the revenue I yeah. get from the, collecting the honey. Yeah, is Can there like a maximum number way? of bees, or is like a restrict? You know, <laughs> but the bees are well trained. I promise. Oh, of course. I they, mean, these are wander. These are uh, domesticized bees. These are these are worker bees. These are house okay. bees. House bees. Yes, domesticized bees. Yeah, that would be uh, that'd be something. No, Matt, bees aren't that'd the be something. Matt, the bees are not <laughs> the game I was thinking of. I was thinking of lawn darts. The lawn game that will kill you. Of course. Lawn darts, yeah, that's that's extreme. I think that would go into the extreme yard game category. I mean, it's the only one I can think of that's been explicitly banned by the government. Mm. Maybe skeet shooting? No, not even skeet shooting. Oh, I mean, there are restrictions, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, for those who aren't familiar, uh, lawn darts, they're just big darts uh, that you chuck up into the air and you got to try and land at a target. Uh, have you ever played like metal tipped lawn darts before, Matt? I confess that I have never played mm. lawn darts. No, that is not I, something I've ever done. I'm not going to rat out the person. I don't want the feds to go after them, but I do know somebody who owns like old 1970s era 
metal-tipped lawn darts, and they are fun, and they are shockingly dangerous. Because <laughs> those things fly so fast, and they are spiked with metal. And what happened was, back in the 1970s, um, there were a number of injuries. Uh, April 1987, a 7-year-old was killed by a lawn dart uh, in California, um, and so the, uh, due to some lobbying in 88, uh, there was an outright ban on lawn darts in the U S in the previous eight years. So from 1980 to 1988, 6,100 people had been sent to the emergency room due to lawn darts. Um, and 81% of those were 15 years or younger. Um, on the week, the commission voted to ban the product. An 11 year old girl in Tennessee was hit by a lawn dart and set into a coma in Canada. Lawn darts resulted in at least 55 injuries and were banned in 1989, uh, now it is, uh, legal today to buy a modified version jarts, which is sort of just a soft tipped lawn dart, which is wildly inferior to the original. So the objective is to get, is to land them on a target. How do they become dangerous? They become dangerous if you, so the thing about these is they're weighted at the end. So they always land tipped down. So the tip is heavy. And so when you chuck them, they pick up speed very quickly. And the issue comes in is when someone walks in front of that target or isn't paying attention and you get impaled with them. Oh, okay. Um, I do want to point out that the um, it's, the, it's rumored that the original version of Koob w mm -hmm. was played with hammers. Mm, okay. Uh, so they would toss hammers at each other. So I don't know. I think that's still less less. This sounds a lot more dangerous. These lawn darts, because getting impaled versus getting smashed by a hammer. I don't know. Both seem both seem equally not not one you want to get in the middle of. We're picking some extreme uh, extreme games here. Oh yeah, we're hitting it hard. Yeah, we're hitting it hard. It's dangerous. Look, we're if anything a safety first podcast. Okay, that's right. And we've been always, that way since day one. Always stay indoors. Don't go outside. This, this is dangerous. the main point of this podcast is just stay inside. You can't get hit by a lawn dart if you're inside take, the house. Take it from somebody who is somehow still covered in poison ivy. Don't go outside. <laughs> I don't recommend it. It sucks. Still getting over that, huh? Uh, eventually. That ivy. Yeah, very poisonous. Um, so, yeah, so there you go. There's not much to say about lawn darts anymore because they don't really exist. But uh, but if you can get your hands on some of these old 1970s. Now, it is le fun fact, Matt, fun fact, Matt, it is legal to import parts of a lawn dart separately. The fins, the metal body, the steel tips and assemble it yourself. However, you cannot buy fully assembled sets. That sounds like way too much work, Sean. Well, it's your skirt in the law, man. This is, you know, this is some deep stuff. <laughs> that sounds like way too much work. I think I would rather play. Uh, I'd rather play bocce. Bocce is very, very little work. I mean, to, to set up, very easy game to set up. Can I be honest, though? Mm. Bocce's boring. It's actually not. No, it's bocce's great. very I love, boring. I actually love bocce. No, bocce's so. boring. I'll defend it. I'll go, to, okay. I'll go, to, I'll go to, to bat for bocce. Bring it on, Matt. Tell me what's so great about bocce. I'll go to bat for bocce. Listen, bocce is fun because it's one of those games where it's, it's very... It's like baseball. I think in a, in a lot of ways, it's oh, great it's, compared to the exciting sport yeah. everyone loves. Well, the, okay, baseball is is if you're if you're someone who loves who is a student of the game and appreciates the way baseball is played and you, and you know what's going on and everything like that, you love it. 
similar to bocce. Another similarity is besides, you know, having to like requiring you to, 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 um, have some appreciation for the finer points of the game. Uh, bocce is super relaxing and very easy to play and pick up and learn. You can now, literally teach somebody bocce in less than five minutes. You can very, very easily explain to them the rules. They'll know what's going on. They'll know how to play, and they can they can start playing right away. And they can start being good at it right away. Uh, you know, I've seen people play their very first time, and and they they put up you know excellent scores. Uh, it's a relaxing game. You can you just kind of chill. You can play it anywhere. It's extremely versatile. We talk about it as a lawn game, but you could play it on the beach. You could play it on a court. You can play it in in a in a traditional lawn setting. You can play it in a field. Bocce is a versatile and fun game for everyone, for the whole family. Also, you don't have to worry about getting speared like with with lawn darts. Well, first of all, those bocce balls are heavy. Speared. You can get hurt in bocce. If somebody throws them at you, then I, I can. Well, all right. Same and with a lawn dart. Don't get out of the way. Sure. Same but with a lawn bocce dart. Ball, I don't think it goes up high enough unless you're a very little kid. But in which case, you just you don't let little kids near the bocce court. No, you definitely don't. Matt, I, I don't have a problem with the theory behind bocce, but it's just in a world where there are a million other more fun well, yard games. This this is your grandfather's yard game. I mean, this is <laughs> this is a yeah. this is a. But that snoozer. doesn't make it bad. There's lots. No, of it makes it boring. It it's 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 a and like baseball. All right, like baseball. It's a game where many of the parts, many of the like. It might start out slow, and there might be slow instances of the game, but when you get towards the end, when you're making those final throws and you really want to make them count, it can get very, very intense. More intense than any other long game that I know of, or at least just as. Especially if there's money on the line. Are you gambling on bocce ball now? Hey, it's legal now, Sean. I, I guess... I guess. Is that the future of, of sports gambling? Backyard games? Backyard bocce. Hmm. It's it's fun. It's it's a great game. It's one of those games that you got to be a student of the game, I would say. You got to really study it and, and think about it. And it's very much, yeah, in a lot of ways, it's like I would liken it to the baseball of the yard game world. It, Matt, I've been sitting here listening to you describe bocce ball for like the last five minutes, and I I, someone could correct me here. I don't think I heard you say the word fun. I think I said fun. Let's go to the tape. Yeah, you said fun. You said fun once, but that's okay. <laughs> but that's okay. I still, you, you've, you've described it as a lot of things, not competitive. A lot of fun. Yeah, that's intriguing. Relaxing. That's the thing about a lawn game, Matt. Lawn games, first and foremost, should be, it's not about winning and losing in a yard game. It's about having what? fun. Whoa, Sean. We're it is a hundred percent about winning and losing. I gotta come to your about, I gotta come to your lawn parties. Rights. It is about just decimating your opponent. Come That's on. what the lawn games I play, I play to win every time. Well, no, I'm not saying you should play to lose, but I'm just saying you know, I don't want the thinking man's yard game. Like that sounds <laughs> awful. The whole point is to not think, it's just to throw something and have fun. And you can you can play bocce that way. You don't have to you don't have to think. If you want to lose, sure, but you, you know, you don't have to be strategic, but it's like shuffleboard. Shuffleboard's better than no. bocce. 
Disagree. Yes, because there's more strategy. Shuffleboard's inferior because there's more setup and it takes a long. It like it's more specific. I should be clear. You have to be. You have to play on a very specific court. That's what I'm saying. It's not a yard game. So I, if you're comparing it as yard games, I agree with you. But I'm just saying, at least shuffleboard has has a more complex scoring component and a strategy component to it. Do they still have shuffleboard on on like cruise ships? Oh, cruise ships. I don't know, but at like retirement homes and stuff, they do. <laughs> and I love yeah. shuffleboard, by the way. I will vouch for shuffleboard any day of the week. You Great ever game. think about how, like, when we get to be of retirement age and and we're really old, the retirement homes for us will have like Xbox. Well, it, it reminds me of years ago when they all, all the local news, you know, they all do the same stories, and everyone was doing that story of. Uh, Old people learning to use the Wii and yes, getting the active. Wii was in retirement home. And it was yeah. really it, like gross to watch because they just couldn't <laughs> do it. And they're like, I'm bowling. <laughs> and um, that's what we're going to be like to our kids when we're in homes where we're going to be like, oh, look at them playing their little simple games and they're trying. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a catch 22, though, because we'll never retire. So that's true. We'll die at our desks. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the American 100%. dream. It's pretty much guaranteed. That is the dream. So, uh, or the nightmare, depending on no, how you look at it. It's the world we live in. Yeah, either way, it's the world we live in. Like so, or not. Um, Matt, I do want to talk about games. Yeah. specifically a type of long game that we teased. The blown up traditional home game. Big Jenga, Big Connect Four. Um, there are others too that I'm not thinking of. Oh, um, I'll even give you like Big Beer Pong. I know has been coming around. That's become, that's become a thing. Yes. Uh what else have they done? Big versions. No, I've of? seen Big Connect Four, Big Dominoes. Oh, Big Dominoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Giant Dominoes, yeah. Giant Jenga. Oh, sure, that's the classic big Jenga. Uh, big backgammon. I don't think big. Uh, no, that I don't believe. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just say no to that. Big backgammon. Big risk. That would be cool. That would be extremely hard to set up. Oh my god, take forever. But fun, and yeah, it would really give you a workout. Actually, actually moving <laughs> your troops around. The troops are real people. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be. Someone should do that. Um. Anyway, Matt. Mm-hmm. big games yeah i don't so like them talking about the enlarged board games what do, what don't you like about i don't like them because it's get original if i want to play jenga i'll just play jenga inside at regular size <laughs> like it's not more fun because it's big it's more fun because it's outside or even like connect four like connect four is not a fun game period so why would i want a giant <laughs> version in my yard it's a game for like kids who were stupid in the 70s who didn't know any better <laughs> Oh, look, I Connect got four, four is... in a row. Oh, hey. Oh, neat. Like, honestly, it's not a good game. Connect Four is fun. It, it's, it's a, that it's game a depression that era game. Your parents buy you for like a long car ride and they think it'll keep you occupied. But in reality, you only have fun with it like the first 15 minutes. And then you're like, OK, I'm done with this. Like <laughs> it's weak. And to have a giant yeah. version in your yard is dumb. It can keep you occupied for all of seven minutes, and then you're like, on to the next thing. Uh, I just recently found, um, speaking of Connect Four, I recently found uh, it was a Connect Four handheld 
at my uh, my parents' oh. house. Very, very vintage. That's a collector's it's item. Probably from the like late nineties, early two thousands. Remember the handheld games before they had like you know, before before the handheld really took off, they had different like handheld golf and and i remember they did a lot of the boggle and yahtzee and they did a lot of those games right yes yeah those are those are classic someone should do giant yahtzee i love yahtzee yeah yahtzee's all right it's all right it's not for everyone it's just all right yeah i'm I'm not a huge yahtzee guy i just like to say yahtzee yes it's fun to yell yahtzee Mm -hmm. boom there you go you nailed it um sunk my battleship giant battleship that's got to be a thing somewhere that's an idea i'm surprised that wasn't in a bond film Mm. Mm. so you don't like enlarged board games No, it's just like there's so many other good yard games it's like why do you have to play jenga like that's that's just to me a good yard game has to have some physical activity to it not a ton even at least cornhole you're throwing something right at least you're you know badminton or volleyball or can jam or whatever there's some physical activity jenga you're just pulling the blocks connect four you're just putting the discs in there's nothing there's nothing outdoorsy exciting about it that to me is what makes a good yard game i see what you mean Uh, they're not my favorite i'm not gonna that's not something that i'm willing to hang my hat on but i think uh i think that people like them i guess they're becoming they're like some of the more popular ones that are novelty now what i think that that you know what you know it's a the perfect location for all these giant board game yard games where at your local brewery. Yes. And I agree. I That's do agree be with where that. You have they're party games they're more than they're yard games. games. Very party games. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but, and they're easy. You don't have to explain the rules, which I think is helpful. When you see yeah. that Jenga set, you know how to play. Everyone knows how to play. If I, I, some of these yard games I've been Googling for this episode, I'm like, like Coob or whatever. It's like, I don't know how to play. You know, you can just walk up and start with, uh, yeah. with that. There's no rule manual. You, you kind of already know how to, how to do it. Yep. For I sure. agree with that. Yeah. So. Um, so let me ask you this, Matt. Yeah. What yard game would you say you're personally the best at? If you if there was like a competition and said, I'm going to challenge you, Matt, to any game of your choice, which would you choose? I really like Frisbee golf. Would you count, what? That, as a, would you count that as a yard game? I'm sorry. Frisbee try golf? that. Did you say, you know, Matt, this is why I golf. love hanging out with you and doing this show, because. We've done 150 of these. I've known you for going on 10 years, and you can still say things that honestly surprise me. That's you know, I'm I'm the the frisbee golf, the frisbee ideas golf. guy. Yeah, frisbee golf. That's you. I've never heard you ever talk about frisbee golf. When do you play frisbee golf? Um, it's it's a game that I've never actually played, Sean. But. <laughs> I do think I would be really good at it. I, I have I have a lot of confidence in my frisbee abilities, so I think that I'd probably do really well at frisbee golf. I could at least I could probably convince people that oh I've played it God. before. Matt, never change. Never it's very change. Specific. I love that it's, you pick you know a sport what? that you could be really good I'm at. I'm confident that I that I would do very well at frisbee like, golf. It's like I know I'm not good at the ones I know how to play, so yeah. I'm definitely good at the ones I well, don't. I was going to say can jam, but that makes me seem really lame. <laughs> can jam is was a fad. Do people still play can jam? They do. 
actually. That's one of the few I've seen that, okay. that have stuck I, I, around. I enjoyed Can I played Can Jam every I have that is a game I have played. Mm. And I would say it's probably the one that I would say I'm the best at. It now that's a game that requires a lot of your physical uh abilities, yes. a lot more than some. Uh which is good. So you like the Frisbee? I'm a fan of the Frisbee. You're yes. a fan of the, the Frisbee. Can Jam, your your Can Jams, your your froth, your. Have you ever done? Uh, you know, I've heard it called a couple different things. Polish horseshoes is is uh, one is way I've heard it called. What's that? Uh, I'm going to see if I can find the actual name. So uh, what it is is you've got two poles, mm-hmm. and you put a beer can on top of each pole, or for the kids' version, it's just an object, and you have to throw the frisbee and knock the object off the other person's pole. And then you get points, and they have to catch the frisbee. So you get points if they don't catch the frisbee, if they hit the pole, and then if the whatever's on top of it hits the ground. Oh, that can't be fun for the poles, Sean. Why are we always picking on the poles? No, you know Come what? Maybe on. they shouldn't have been poles. <laughs> Think about that. Says the half Polish Sean Jennings. Yeah, this website calls it Bottle Bash. <laughs> Uh, it's um, kind of the safe version, but you anyone can play it at home. You just need some beer bottles and some poles. I have played this game actually. I have. Um, it, it is it's a fun game. This is another game that that Very I physical. played at the same the same venue where I played uh I played a uh, cube. Cube we went on to to this um this uh this game. They didn't call it Polish horseshoes though. They think they called it knock the can off the pole with a frisbee. It's very literal. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you got it. You understood it. Right away, you know exactly what's going on and how to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this game is fun. This is this is a fun one. It's very simple, a lot like Bocce, where it's it's simple and easy to pick up and you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I, I, I think I would fancy myself as uh as a, as good at, at pole pole frisbee. Pole chucking. Yeah. Yeah. Well now what would you what would you say your lawn game of choice would be? I would say I'm I'm decent at cornhole, but the issue is I'm I very wildly set to set. So I got to get a lot of practice in on that set before I can really get comfortable. But once I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone. My number one game is ladder toss. Oh, see that? I had just heard of that doing research for this show. I had never heard of ladder toss before. So it's funny about this between 10 and 15 years ago, we were vacationing my family up in Canada and we saw another family playing this. It hadn't come to the U.S. yet. This was before it was a thing. Wow. You and guys we're were like, trendsetters. And we were watching play. We're like, that looks really fun. And so we went to a Canadian Tire, which is you know their version of Home Depot, and <laughs> we picked up a set. And the only reason I'm telling this story, I promise it gets interesting, is we picked up the set, and the way it was built, it was you know the, the two stand-up poles, and then as the rungs, it just had these like wooden dowels. And then to toss, had these big rubber balls on a rope, right? You know, kind of the set you're familiar with. But wouldn't you know it, we take the set, we toss it. The first ball we toss snaps snaps the pole right in half. Because they're wooden dowels. Snaps it right in half. Like, oh, shit, this sucks. So we go back to Canadian Tire. We return and get another set. We toss the ball. Snaps the next one. Oh, that's why they don't make these out of wood. Gotcha. So we bought some PVC and made our own. Nice. And still using that set to this day. Uh, no, I do love this game. I'm pretty good with the aim and the speed, and I can usually get them to wrap pretty well. So um, this is one I would definitely take on anyone in. All right. You, you don't have to harm any poles, so that's good. Yes. Yes, hopefully not. And by the way, very easy to make your own with PVC if you're handy um, and you have a saw and some pipes. Nice. There's real, uh, info online how to do that. So that's ladder toss. Ladder toss. Yes. 
or a bola ball is also what I've heard it called, uh, because I believe bola is uh, used to be the the hunting instrument that that looked like these, and that you would toss them, and then they would wrap around like oh yeah deer's yeah. legs or whatever right. antelope. Okay, gotcha. Uh, oh yeah, they would like weigh them down. Yeah. So it's a good game. The problem is it's big in size. So if you want to take it with you, it's not really very portable, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, this looks like a fun one. Um, I would give Ladder Toss a shot. I'll challenge you anytime. Now, Sean, I'm going to get a little classy on you. Oh, here. no. We're don't gonna, e- don't go there. it up. Polo. So think a little bit cheaper. A little, little less of an investment than a horse. Donkey polo? <laughs> a little bit less of an investment. Uh... Going. Think like, think like very much like a budget version of that, but it's, it's trying to be polo. You might see this at golf. Okay. Split the difference. You might see this at, at a, at a miniature golf. No, you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. It's croquet, Sean. Oh, okay. Is what I'm trying to get at. It's very funny. I'm trying to spell croquet and I genuinely cannot. That would have been my next question. Spell croquet. C. Oh, this is, I'm very bad at spelling. C R O. Q-U-E-T? You got it. Yeah. Hey. That's it. Croquet. I'm a smart guy. Um, Have you ever played croquet, Sean? No. Okay. So it seems boring. My parents had a croquet set that was given to them, I think as a wedding gift at one point. And they... So we had access to like a croquet set with it's got like little arches and mallets, but none of us really knew how to play and none of us really wanted to take the time to set it up. I'm pretty sure it has to be that you hit the ball with the mallet and you try to get them through. the. You have to go go through the hoops and you got to get through all the hoops and you have to hit the there's like a stick at the end. I want to say that's that's got to be the the purpose of croquet. Well. So I'm trying to Google it because I don't know the answer either. The issue is that there's like eight different ways to play croquet. At the start of a turn, the player plays a stroke. If the player either hits the ball through the correct hoop or hits another ball, the turn continues. The player picks up his or her ball and puts it down next to the ball that it hit. The next shot is played with the two balls touching. This is the croquet stroke. Then they play continue. Oh boy, this just keeps going. This, the, it's a terrible game. Sean. The winner of the game it's is terrible. the team who completes the set circus of circuit of six hoops and then back again the other way with both balls. Then strikes the center peg. This just seems like it seems like more work. You have to set up these these hoops. You have to set up the peg. The course, yeah. This seems like it. Right. It's it's a very labor intensive game. For talk about a boring game. Yeah. I just wanted to bring it up because it is a lawn game that I know of, but it's definitely, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you were some kind of secret croquet lover that, that no, could talk know, about this. No, what's very funny is my parents also got a croquet set as a gift and we also never used it. Yeah. What a shitty gift. <laughs> this I'm just going to be a theme going on for like, like when they were married. Yeah. It's like, this is what you give people who are getting married. Like here's a croquet like, set. What a dumb. And then you never play it. Yeah. Dumb. Well, they it just it stayed locked in in the shed for as long as I could remember, and then uh, oh yeah, the shed got infested with bees, and I think the croquet mallet got either moldy or eaten by eaten the by, bees. By so. the bees, yeah, fuel right. for bees. 
That's right. It's fuel for bees. See, if I if I had taken up beekeeping that early, I probably could have saved the croquet mallets. But that does sound like a good slogan for an energy drink brand. Fuel for bees. Fuel okay, anyway. for bees. Anyway, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, no, I don't think anyone ever. I mean, there are still croquet associations that people play it. The thing about croquet is, I'd be willing to try it. Yes. I think it would be a frustrating game because you really, again, yard games should be easy and fun. Throw the thing in the thing, hit the thing with the thing. But this is like there's both the combination of skill because you have to be able to get it through the correct hoops, but then there's also strategy because you have to do the the croquet shot where, you know, the balls connect and you tap the other person's ball and all this. So it's like work. Yeah. And it's work to set up the course, it's work to play. And I don't find but, it to have too much of a payoff. I will say this does seem like a good, like, you want to be out in the yard all day kind of game. Like a slow, take your time and hang out in the yard game. But like, at this point, why not just why not just work in your yard? Like, well, but, this seems like to set up the course alone, like, you could be doing something really productive with your time. You could but, be, like, trimming your hedges or something. But that's why I think this is perfect for, like, old Victorian people who had nothing to do because all the peasants were doing the work. And so they just, in their big puffy clothes, stood out in the sun and sipped fancy drinks and played croquet. Yeah. When they had people and they had servants who had set the course up for them. Yeah, yeah exactly. This- so it's a fancy people game. Yes. This is a, a game of high society. Indeed. So, have you played dominoes for real? Like how dominoes Defined are for real? Played? Like have you played like the game dominoes? There's a game that that you pl- that yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, was, I played it. I, I I used to play it and I I liked it. Um. But because we had brought up dominoes earlier, a lot of people just think that the game is to stack them and then knock them over. That's not the game. This is what people who were bored with dominoes decided to do. It's kind of like I, you know, what game I do love and I never get to play. This is this will surprise you, Matt. Mahjong. Mahjong. That does, that did surprise me. I almost I basically never get to play it, but I do enjoy mahjong a lot. To me, more fun than dominoes. I have played dominoes like the game, but it's not. I don't. I think never it's learned that fun. how to play mahjong, but I've always wanted to try. It's hard. I'm not like super good with all the rules. And okay. I haven't played in a while, but the times I have played it, it's a fun game. Yeah, that's a game I would definitely get into. I think you'd enjoy it. Mahjong, yeah. Um, yeah, as Mahjong would not be a yard game. That's like that's kind of like giant Mahjong. Sit down at a table, giant Mahjong. You can take any game and make it giant. It's, that's exactly it. You make it giant, it becomes a yard game. Um. A lawn game, yeah. Those those are really the two, the two cube and and croquet. Um, one's a really fun game. The other one is an outdated game of high society that I don't know anybody alive today who that plays croquet. Um, maybe if they if if you're out there and you're a croquet fan, maybe write to us and tell us a little bit about your croquet experiences. Yes, that'd be great. We'd love to hear it. Love to hear from you. Now, Matt. Talk about a cla- all-time classic. Maybe maybe the most classic yard game ever. Chutes and Ladders. 
how many chutes and or ladders do you have in your yard? That sounds, again, like an enormous safety hazard. Because <laughs> you're going to be slipping into... Listen, the government climbing. doesn't need to know how many chutes and or ladders <laughs> I have in my yard. Again, Matt, this is what I like about you, is I can legitimately imagine you one day saying, Sean, you got to come to my house and check this out. What is it? I, just dug I made a chutes and ladders. <laughs> Real life chutes and ladders set. Where did you get all these ladders? <laughs> and chutes? I don't even know where you buy chutes. I just dug holes and like just going down, sliding. It's like it's in. all on fire. It's like Matt, what yes. did you do? Extreme shoots and ladders. Oh no, that does sound like well, what was it? Wipeout or it sounds like one of those uh, <laughs> TV shows. There, mm, it I does. Was, it's like one of those like guts or whatever those like kids Double Dare. Remember Double Dare? Well, did you see the new one that's coming out this year? Holy oh, yeah. moly! Mm-hmm. Mini golf, but it hits you in the face. Yeah. No, I was gonna say Matt horseshoes. Oh, classic. Yes, horseshoes. I was never good at horseshoes. Nothing. No, never, never good at it. But Tried to play it, never resonated here. To me, I nope. think the pro not that I'm a pro at horseshoes, but I think the problem people have with horseshoes is everyone plays with the plastic ones now. And you can't play horseshoes with the plastic ones. I'm sorry. It's 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 legitimately not the same. And if you've got real metal horseshoes and a real metal pole, that's a fun game. That's a fun game. I'm going to rep for that. It takes practice. You need someone to teach you who really knows what they're doing. But there is nothing more satisfying than that metal on metal contact when you really, you when, get you, a when you really, when you get that ringer. So you like horseshoes, but you don't like bocce. No, because bocce, it, it's. It's too nebulous because you're kind of just playing all over the place. Should I go ahead? Should I call the Anti-Defamation League now here on Sean, on you, Sean, the, for for repping for horseshoes? And but yet the oh the the foreign game bocce that those Italian those Italians play. Uh, Matt, horseshoes was invented in Greece. What really? Yeah, that's, that's, not what, that's what Wikipedia that says. You're making that up. I'm not. I thought it was invented in the Wild West. Why would you think that? Because a lot of a lot of cowboys play horseshoes. No, it says right here. Is invented in Greece? Yes. No, I just made that up. I had you. Yeah. Oh, I got you him. You almost had me. You did. I, I was him. I was ready to I mean it cuz it really does seem like it, it could have come from Greece. I mean, why not? But according to the actual Wikipedia, it's vague. Um it's from like Texas or something. No, well, the issue is they're like, there have been throwing games for a long time. When did it specifically go to right. a horseshoe is kind of... Like cube. Yes, and this article isn't really helping me. Mm. At but the what, beginning what, of the 20th century. What do you like about horseshoes that you that you, you can't get from bocce? It's just what I'm wondering. They're very similar games. They're, no, the object they're... is to throw a thing to get it close to another thing. But they're not, though, because. And even in bocce, there's an added strategy that you could throw your thing at somebody else's thing to knock their thing out of the way. But that's what I don't want. I there's don't an want added that. strategy. No, because you got to rely on your own. Qual you shouldn't be messing with other people's stuff. Either you make it or you don't. And I like the fact that in horseshoes, the pole is fixed. You know what you're hitting. You're not messing around here. Bocce is just too loose for but me. Bocce, bocce it, it, it adds more variety that way. No. When you throw the little ball and you got to, it goes in a different place every time. 
So that way it adds it, it's an added strategy. With the horseshoes, you could just play on the same course billions of times and just get the you just get the rhythm down. Bocce is new every single but time. But that's what I'm saying. You can get really go good play. at horseshoes because it's a repetitive action. Yeah, but you can get good at bocce too. You just have to you it, you get even better at bocce because you can make short throws, you make long throws, medium throws, Matt, throws it, that like go up really high, throws that are like line drive. Like you, there's more of a more of a variety. I think with bocce, I think it's just more of a refined game. If bocce is the baseball of yard games, then I would say horseshoes is the soccer. What? Horseshoes is the soccer Stop of yard that. games. Stop that. No, it's a hard-hitting sport. I can't say if I want to do football or professional wrestling or rodeo. I guess rodeo would make the most sense because of horseshoes, <laughs> but it's not is that much fun. Is rodeo a sport? Is rodeo a sport? Yeah. That's like, a really can you, deep... Can you, can you win rodeo? I guess you can. Well, yeah. It stays on the horse Can you win rodeo? Yes, you can win yeah. rodeo. That's the whole point. I thought the whole point was to... <laughs> break bones no american style professional rodeos generally comprise of the following events tie down roping team roping steer wrestling saddle bronc riding bareback bronc riding bull riding and barrel racing i've never been to a, a, a real rodeo oh we should go to the rodeo right after our See, xfl game first we'll, go rodeo. A, we'll go to a rodeo yeah you could say this ain't my first rodeo that's what, finally, I've been waiting my whole life to say that. <laughs> it all comes down to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyhow, any other any other yard games you want to get to, Matt, before we run out of time? We've certainly talked about most of them. Were we going to talk about golf at all? Were we going to talk about how awesome it is? How how I've gotten like into golf, golfing? We're not, Matt, because we're going to do it's that on be a, a future episode. Future episode. We're going to do a whole right, episode tease, on golf. I'm teasing that. We're going to talk a lot about golf and golfing. In a future episode, but while we're on the subject of lawn games, I like mini golf. Would we consider mini golf a lawn game? I consider mini golf part of our future episode. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. How about gator golf? <laughs> gator golf. Jesus. Where do you pull gator this golf, stuff? Give it a whack. Gator golf. He'll throw it right back. Finish the line. I can't. I'm just stunned. What can be greater than golf with a gator? Gator golf. Gator golf. Is that a lawn game? Uh, no, that's actually, I think that's an inside game that you would play in the living room and your parents would get mad at you. Your mom would be like, stop playing gator golf near the fine china. <laughs> Like your mother stopped no, playing here the fine, fine china. <laughs> like well why is the fine china on the floor next to gator golf we didn't have gator golf i don't think we had there's another game mr bucket of course oh, mr. Bucket, mr bucket put put your balls in my mouth mr bucket <laughs> yes and then he spits um, them all out that's right I, what was the per the point of mr bucket we talked about this on a previous episode oh, it, we absolutely have it was, many, many times it was just the idea that the kids would run around and pick them up faster than he could spit them out so I mean, it, would just it was like be, for three year olds kind of teaching very small kids how to clean, how to clean the room. Basically. So there's a purpose. Yeah. Mr. Bucket. Matt, I was going to say we didn't, the only game I can think of that we didn't talk about is, uh, the net sports, volleyball, badminton. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Which, volleyball is a little extreme for a long game, but 
I mean, yeah, I would say it's a long game. Badminton's a great long game. The issue Badminton's I have is fun. Is the net setup is a friggin' pain. Yeah, it is it the is most all, involved. It's always setup. tangled. It's always tangled, and it's it falls over, and then nobody wants to take the time to do it. But by God, the time it, you have it set up, people have already moved on and done other doing other things. But if you can get badminton at your party, that's a good game. Yeah, that is a good game because it's high energy, but anyone can do it. That's why you got to set the net up before people arrive. Oh, before totally. You, before the guests arrive, the net is already ready to go. That that's the key. That's the key. Nobody wants to wait around for you to set the net up. But if it's set up and it's there, people will play it. That's oh, yeah. got to be in the in like the the page one of like hosting. Yeah. No, I mean it's legitimately fun, and uh, mm-hmm. you know you can really that's a that's a game I like to get a little bit competitive in because it's really. You can get a lot of force behind those whacks. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like badminton. I'm for it. For it. Have fond memories of uh playing badminton. I think that was a that was like a big uh do you ever play that in PE? That oh was god, big, yes. We had like a badminton unit in, in It was one of those ad. like three sports that are safe enough that kids won't hurt themselves exactly. playing. Exactly. That's why they Which do it. Which amazes me because they no were liability. like metal rackets and stuff, so I, those phys ed teachers must have loved badminton week. It's like, all oh, right. Oh, the kids loved it. Playing badminton. That was yeah. my favorite week. Sure. And then you just got to watch them. What do they even do in gym? Do they, do they still have gym? They do. They still have gym. Um, they do the same stuff that we always did. Hmm. They, they, they do uh, flag football. What were they doing the other week? They were doing um, – well, they're basically done now because we're doing – we're taking – everyone's taking finals. But – uh, they were the basketball, the basics. Yeah, it's all, it's really all the same stuff. They played ultimate Frisbee. That's another kind of low impact. Although kids can, kids can get hurt playing ultimate Frisbee, but yeah, no, it's, um, it's the same stuff really. My school, my high school, small side story, but mm. my high school used to have a swimming pool. And they closed it just before I got to the high school because the building was literally collapsing around it. But previous no. to that, built on a sinkhole. They would uh, no the 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 whole building was built not to hold a pool, and they put a pool in it. And turns out you can't do that because <laughs> then it rots. It's very wet. Who would guess? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they used to do a gym course. Yeah, unit where they would put. Now, this is not an Olympic-sized pool, but it's a competitive pool. So it's got a little size to it, but it's not, like, enormous. They put kayaks in it. Whoa. And they would they would teach the kids how to kayaks, but you can only fit so many ki- – it's not like a lake. Like Yeah. You, you can is, o- I don't know how this would work with a full-size gym class. <laughs> it was very weird. Um, and they could only get so many in there. And the kids would kind of just go back and forth, you know, in their lanes. Um, but that was always – everyone looked forward to that. Sure. Until that the sounds amazing. Pool collapsed. Yeah, that that could have aided in its collapse. Yeah, there was a Putting lot of giant uh, kayaks and yeah. Were they individual kayaks or like? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not like School every not well every no every kid didn't get one. We they had like oh. three and they cycled in and out. Oh, okay, I see. Everybody, the other kids that didn't get kayaks, they took just turns. Kind of yeah. There so was you always had to, a pool. That's that's pretty cool. How many? How long were your gym periods? Because uh, I'd imagine you dry off and get changed. Like I guess it must have been a long. Uh, this was before my time, but yeah, it must have been. Were they for like ninety minute blocks or? You know, for the special kayaking stuff. unit. Yeah, 
yeah. That sounds I mean that sounds like the most amazing time. I I think the 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 best gym memory that I have is like we would play this game that where we had these giant uh they looked like giant ear cleaners, like giant Q-tips oh, almost. Yeah. And and we would hit like a ball with it. We'd play like indoor hockey basically oh, yeah. with like with like a koosh ball. Sure. Yes. That was always fun. Everybody was always really bad at it, which was funny because it's like they these two things were not meant to go together. The uh, like the the koosh ball or the kickball and the and the ear cleaner tool is very impractical, but yes. I'm sure it would looked very funny for the gym teachers to sit and watch. Volleyball was huge at my school. Oh yeah, we're huge into volleyball. Every winter we'd have the candy cane tournament. Ooh. where every gym class would you would get like one one group one team would come out of each gym class and they would all like f- vie to be the. The, the the school wide champion, that was awesome. That was that was, and it was actually the last the championship game would be on the day of um it'd be an early release and it would be mm. right before we left for winter break and you nice. could actually stay and watch like I remember you could stay and watch like the the final game of the tournament with everybody playing like oh uh, it always drew like so, I mean I th- I think it actually might have been like during a class period it might have been like the last <laughs> period of the day it was like all right, we're going down and we're watching the candy cane tournament finals. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was solid. I, I always I always looked looked at that fondly. My team made it into the playoffs once, but we were eliminated. That was the year every there was always a theme every year and that that theme was uh places like countries, I think. Mm-hmm. So ours wasn't a country. I was a I was an underclassman, I was a freshman when I was on the team and the captain was a senior, and he wanted to be Key West, so we were we were Key West, which I don't believe is a country, but <laughs> the the gym teacher was fine with it. It's probably so why you didn't make West. it. Yeah, we did make it to the finals. I think that was the only year I, I was in the finals, but or the playoffs rather. But I, yeah, didn't make. I think we lost in the first round. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but that was fun. Volleyball yeah. is a fun game. Um. I could see lawn games being incorporated into like modern PE classes. Well, but they're not very physical. Yeah, but I mean, some of them, I guess. They, I mean, I think they're the right amount of physical. We can't like badminton isn't that physical. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're physically moving your. I would say cornhole is not particularly physical. On darts, intensely. You could play lots of of yard games in an intense way. I, I should you? I don't know. I would love to see intense lawn darts. Well, yeah, people get killed, Matt. That's the the price you pay for. God, what the per- that is such a perfect crime. Like, if you want to murder somebody, be like, hey, let's go play some. Uh, let's go lawn play some. Lawn- hey, can you go move the target? I don't think it's far enough out for me. It's like, oh no, tragic accident. Speared with a lawn dart. Who could have thought such a thing would Who happen? Known, right? What an unfortunate. They shouldn't act. sell these things, Matt. They're dangerous. That's why you you said that you claim the government banned them. If only someone had told me. Mm. Yeah. Very unsafe. Matt, we are basically done here. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have any other. Let me ask you this. No. I've got one final question to take Mm -hmm. us out on, okay? Okay. You don't have a yard. I don't. But eventually you will have a yard. Yes. What's the the plan? What's the first game you're going to buy for your yard? 
Oh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a net. It's gonna be a net for badminton. Yeah, I, I firmly believe that. Bold choice. Yeah, that's that's gotta be because it's a it's a crowd pleaser. You could you could fit. I think you'll you'll be you'll be like either a if I want to splurge maybe volleyball net because that's even easier and you can you can include a lot of people in that game. Yeah. Like the the mileage can vary. You can do a one v one or a two v two. But you need the space. Or you could have like up to like six v six. Like that's it. You do need the space. It, that is that is a. I mean, not really. You don't need a, a huge amount of space. I don't know. It's not like it's not like croquet. I guess. No, but it is like you don't need a vast. But like a a ladder toss or a cornhole, you need, or even can jam, you need less space. You can make volleyball work. I think you can make it fit. Like if you can play volleyball in a pool, I think you can make it well, work. No, but you don't play real volleyball in a pool. Well, yeah. So you can you play backyard volleyball. Yeah. It's a little modified. Oh, not regulation. You're not going to put it's a sand not regulation, pit? right? OSHA is going to come and have a problem with it. But whatever. It's the. I don't know why OSHA would be coming to your backyard barbecue. Well, but knowing your backyard, Matt, <laughs> they probably should. Very unsafe. Probably should. Um, tally up all my violations. But yeah, um, do you have lawn games, Sean? Do you own some lawn games? You know, this is my first summer having a yard, and I don't own any yard games. Mm. Uh, And I would say, honestly, I think the first, I, you know me, I'm Mr. Not What I Want, But What Other People Want guy. I would probably get Cornhole. And it's not my favorite game, but I think it's the most approachable. I think it's the easiest to play and understand. I think it's a game that's generally universally liked. You yeah, know, if I go to a party, popular. if I go to a party and there's a net, I'm like, oh, I got to find other people to play. I'm not that athletic. It's kind of intimidating. But cornhole's like you just pick it up and toss it. It's dead simple. Doesn't get easier. Yeah. Um, outside of maybe like a horseshoes or something, but even that can be a little intimidating. So I think cornhole is a good starter lawn game, and build from there. Good. Oh, then if if you like cornhole, Sean, I've got some some news for you. Oh boy. Uh, there will be cornhole at my wedding. Oh, there all will right. be, I'll there just will start be practicing. We, we, uh, we ordered specifically cornhole boards. So I guess, I guess that, that is technically my first lawn game cause we're going to keep them. So we've got cornhole. Yeah. Very nice. I don't well, know where we're going to put them afterwards, but <laughs> Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, so there, there's going to be cornhole during uh, the the cocktail hour when we're outside and enjoying the the beautiful New England weather and the cocktails. Great! Oh, mm-hmm. that's exciting. Yeah, so look forward to that cornhole. I, I will. What's the prize if you win? Uh, the prize if you win, will I get to marry be, the bride. I was going to say yes. We're fighting for her love. <laughs> fighting for for honor. Yes. Um, how about a photo? You get a photo with the bride and groom. I think I get that anyway, Matt. I think that's part of the... That was definitely listed on the package when I bought it. It was? Yes. Are you sure? Uh-huh. I, might have to, I might have to check with customer support. In, in fact, I think there was a VIP meet and greet. Uh, oh, did you find the golden ticket? I, no, I paid extra I for the golden ticket. I told them to cancel ticket. that, but... No, I got the VIP all-access weekend pass. Uh, I think it was... I'll blame it on the, uh, the underground... Ticketmaster, ticket man, there. Ticketmaster, yeah. Always they're always scalping. Up. Always. Very inconsistent. Yeah. Um, 
Matt, this has been a real treat, as always. Mm-hmm. Really fantastic. I feel like we've just been on such a roll. Uh, folks are just hopping in today. Hey, thanks for being here. If you haven't listened to our past episodes, we've done so many good ones. Matt, I just got a shipment of books in the other day, which was very exciting. You did? Okay. Let's hear about it. Well, it's the books we talked about on our book club last week. The What's the book of yours I promised I would read? The the, the Cuckoo <laughs> Wind-Up... Uh, Wind-Up Bird... The Wind-Up Chronicle. Yes, which I flipped through and it terrified me. So good, we're doing something right. Good, I'm glad. Um, and a couple other books as well. So, um, Sean, actually, I, I I mentioned I think I mentioned this on the last week's episode. I I actually bought a fair amount of the books you suggested, and I, and I've started reading three of them already, Sean. That's not good, Matt. Isn't that crazy? That's too many. It is. I I, I have a problem. I because I, I couldn't I couldn't figure out which one. I wanted to like really read and finish. Mm-hmm. So I kind of sampled three. Uh, the three are, uh, so I, I'm like, actually the one I decided to go with was dot bomb. It's a quick read. I'm like, yeah, I'm like probably 50 or 60 pages in. I'm really enjoying that story. Um, I also started, um, I also started reading league of, of secrecy, league of secrets, League of Denial. You'll God, never get oh, that right. Man, I'm never going to get it. At least I didn't call it League of, what I call it, League of Shadows. G- last yes. Time. Uh, not to be confused with Game of Shadows, which is the third book that I also have purchased. And I'm, I'm like 30 or 32 pages in on that one. So really enjoying all of them. And uh, I'm going to probably finish Dot Bomb. The goal is to, my lofty goal is to try to finish at least two of these before I leave for, for Italy next week. But mm-hmm. the ones that I don't finish, I'll, I'll enjoy on the plane the flight so i've got a great stack for the whole summer mm-hmm. so i'm looking forward to that and we'll be talking about some of those on future episodes and i can tease uh we're gonna have a great july's worth of episodes it's our rapid yeah. fire july we're doing short episodes every week four consecutive weeks of some really great content i can't tease all of it but it will be enjoyable and one of them will be golf so you're gonna want to check that out at up for debate.tv or wherever you get podcasts make sure you're subscribed now on spotify in addition to all the other great places video version on youtube and of course you can reach out to us at up for debate tv on twitter or up for debate tv at gmail.com is the email address Whew. fun get out there enjoy your yard games enjoy the nice weather and then come back and join us next week. But until then, on behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Thanks for being here. We'll see you for another Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.